Welcome to the Roundtable at Pulaski Heights United Methodist Church, a podcast of discussions with substance. Join our staff and leaders of our church as we journey through topics that inform, engage, and inspire the daily life of our church. Thank you for joining us at the Roundtable from Pulaski Heights United Methodist Church. We are here having a conversation with some of our wonderful members, um, just getting to know you and hearing what the church means to you. We are here with Ed and Judy Strom, and we are so glad to be here. Um, I just want to start off by asking, how long have you two been members? I joined in 1958 when my folks and my brother moved to Little Rock from Nashville. Then in 1961, when Judy and I married, it became our church. Well, I joined the church in 61 when I married this good-looking guy here and transferred my letter from the First United Methodist Church in North Little Rock. Wonderful. Now, did y'all get married at Pulaski Heights? No. In North Little Rock at a Methodist church. At the Methodist church. Wonderful. Well, so how has being at Pulaski Heights um, had an impact on your faith journey? It's been our touchstone. Uh, it's, It's really... All we know, we've been members here. We've been active members since 1961. I guess you'd say we don't know any better. But no, it's it's our home. It's where we want to be. We're comfortable with the theology, and we like it so much that when we when we decide to leave the world, we're going to go out in the garden. Mm, how wonderful! Well, on my faith journey, uh, the. Uh, Bible studies have really enriched it very much, especially the disciple Bible studies that we did many years ago. And then uh, Dr. Robbins' new new ones that he's doing on Wednesday night. Uh, uh, Working with the food pantry for over 30 years has enriched my journey, too, and mainly because of the dedication of all the wonderful volunteers and the thankfulness of the... uh, clients that we've had over the years it, it's really helped me grow and learn that it, it really is a blessing to be a blessing to other people mm-hmm. how did you get involved with the food pantry i know it's very much y'all's work it, i mean it carries your name well, i was was almost from the first maybe they had done a little bit and just once somebody that started it up asked me to to help and we started out with just a closet with some foods and uh, it has grown to what it is now. But we used to deliver mm. daily, I mean weekly, to the people, to their homes rather than coming by to get them. So that was quite an eye-opener to go to the homes. And it, it was wonderful, you know. I've, yeah. I've just loved it, every minute of it. That's awesome. So what is it about Pulaski Heights that you think makes this church special? Well, the people. The theology, by and large. Uh, people is the church. Yeah. And uh, if it weren't for them, if it were people that are like mine, uh, we wouldn't be here. Okay, first, I, I believe that, that we are the church, that the people, and my best friends are members of this congregation, and I know I can count on in good times and bads to celebrate or to, to hold me up in the bad times. It's, it, it's just wonderful. And we're such a caring 
church. And one example that I, uh, that I thought of is working through the food pantry. One time I was buying a whole bunch of food to supply the food pantry. And the checker asked me, wow, what are you, do you need all this food for? And so I said, well, our church has a food pantry and that I was just doing it. And she said, wonderful. That, uh, that you all must really be a loving, caring church. And I said, you're right about that. Mm-hmm. That is a wonderful story. Are there any particular memories from your time here um, that, you know, come to mind when you think about this church? Well, there are a lot of high points, uh, not many low points. There are a lot of memories and too many to go into somebody that's been around the church this long. But one of the highlights certainly would be our children being married mm. in the church. Our daughter, Sherry, was married in this church. Her son was baptized in this church. Our son and his uh, his wife, Amy, were born, not born, listen to me, well, they were born, <laughs> uh, were married in Oklahoma City, but Vic Nixon did the service for us. We flew him up, spent the night, flew him back home. It's oh, pretty meaningful. Mm-hmm. Well, of course, the weddings, you know, stand out for me, too. But one of the earliest things that we did when our children were younger is we were UMYF counselors. And I can remember trying to go to sleep on the pool tables when we were at a, you know, lock-in, all-night lock-in. Oh, boy, that was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. I was trying to remember good memories. Well, I'm funny memories, and you know. And uh, like you said, the weddings and then the confirmation of our grandchild. And one thing that stands out for me is when we joined, when we had just joined the roundtable Sunday school class, uh, it was around Christmas time, and they have a progressive dinner. And we were there, and uh, one of the pastors came and gave us communion at our small gathering. And that was the first time I'd ever had communion in a small gathering. And the love of Christ was just overcame me and the love of the people in the room. And after 60 years, I still get that warm, fuzzy feeling sometimes when I think about that. That's incredible. Mm-hmm. Well, we know y'all are very active members. What all have y'all been involved in, if you can even begin to remember it all? <laughs> well, Judy's right, uh, with the kids. Mm-hmm. And that was as a, an experience, certainly. Television has been an experience for me. I've been in it since, uh, since its formation, basically, uh, and active in it. And it's changed so much, but that's meant a lot. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Who knows what the future's going to bring, but we know... If I knew we were going to have a roundtable discussion on, what is this called? On podcast. Yeah, podcast. <laughs> See how well I know, I know. all this? I, I wouldn't have believed it. And that, But the, before, we were working on two black and white cameras, and it's come from there to this. Wow. What about some of your Christmas Eve experiences? <laughs> We've had a lot of them. Judy wanted want me to remind you of, or wanted me to tell that story. We always have done the Christmas Eve service at 11 o'clock on Christmas Eve. And everything's always planned out. You always have to have the, uh, the television time set and so on. And there's no backing out of it. So early in, the after, early in the evening, or actually late in the evening, ice, and they couldn't have the service at all. Mm. And this was back in the days when I had a key to the church. They've taken it away from me. <laughs> no. uh, but uh, John Harper and I got our heads together. He had a four-wheel drive. And I said, let's just go down to the church. 
and let's get the tape from last year. And it was a tape then. And he said, I'll run it down to channel. I think we're on channel four at that time. And uh, showed it. Went well. We were pretty proud of ourselves until two days later, somebody kept tell, telling us that so-and-so was in the picture last night, but I thought they died last year. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, those were a long experience we've had. And very enjoyable. Mm, wonderful. Yeah, well, most of mine has been in the food pantry. That's taken up most of my extra you know, uh, service time. And uh, he was talking about coming up to the church. I remember, uh, like I said, we used to uh, deliver the food, and we'd come up here every Saturday morning, and we'd already have it sacked and ready to go, but have to let the people in the church to get it and so on and so forth. And the power had, I had to keep, the power had, had gone off. And this is the spookiest place when there is no lights and nobody else but me <laughs> in there. <laughs> But it's really been a wonderful experience just just over the years. Mm -hmm. And that's mainly what we, we've done. Of course, we've been active in our Sunday school class and done a lot of extra um, cooking for other groups and so on and so forth. But uh, the church is. That's been our life, you know. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. Okay. And you've talked about that uh, you couldn't have imagined things like this podcast, you know, a little while back. As we look forward to, as we look to the future in the next, you know, 10, 20 years, um, what kind of things are you excited about? Uh, the uh, television and whatever its incarnations will be, will be. Mm -hmm. uh, the church itself, Pulaski Heights United Methodist Church, the United Methodist Church itself is going through some, some hellacious times. And it's probably not going to get any better at least not in the short run. But if we all remember that we're all God's children, that he loves us all equally, and as long as we are able to worship together and to be nurtured together and not singled out for any purpose whatsoever, we'll be fine. Mm. Uh, this church is, is very welcoming. It doesn't seem that way on Sunday morning because it's so big, but it is very welcoming, especially when you start breaking down into the small groups. And the small groups is what's built this church and held it together and will continue to do so as long as we don't get too far right or too far left, which is what we're doing now. We've got a good pastor, and he's, he's, holding, the, he's holding the course. I agree with what all he said. <laughs> I can't say it any better. Well, thank you all so much for coming and for speaking with me and for our audience. Um, it's just been such a wonderful time having you It's been our pleasure. Here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all for joining us on The Roundtable, a dis podcast of discussions with substance. Um, it's been so wonderful, and we hope you'll join us again next week.